0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out Professional Casual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games. Online. Pick up all of your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafirp 4th Edition, as well as Terrain. Paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code Professional Casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME ten for ten percent off your total order at bearded online. Also a special thanks to BuiltBar Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code Professional Casual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. So hey,
1: stop me if you've heard this one. So We all argued all day at what you would call a medieval soldier. It started to get late, so we just called it a night. Oh, come on. I thought that was so fitting. Hey, hey. (laughs) Hello, Arachnids. This is your host, D to the D, Doctor D, reaching out through the supervision-free source of Infinity Interfacing. I am joined by another host of another show in the same network. His name is Tactical Taylor. He's an intern. I don't know why he's still an intern, but that's going to hopefully we're going to find out this episode. So, Taylor, what are you doing? I've I've been told the legend is is that you can spontaneously grow a third nipple on your forehead. There's four, actually. It's, it's quite remarkable. It, it, they itch every now and then. You got to get them removed often. I got to yeah. say, arachnids, you got to respect talent when you see it. So, today on Arachne, we're going to be talking to Tactical Taylor. We're going to learn about him and some of the cool, nifty stuff he's been doing for the network. But I think before that, we should probably talk business. That's what I love about you, Tactical Taylor. You got your mind on the money. Arachne is a part of the Professional Casual Network. If you would like to support the network, please sign up on Patreon at the Digital Nomad tier. That directly tells Tim that we are better than the rest of the stupid network that we're in. And guess what? We have the best-selling shirt in the network, which means that I can say that and can't get in trouble because Tim doesn't listen to this show. He actually does listen to the show. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, Hi, Tim. So you could, also, <laughs> you could also purchase some hot swag at streamlabs.com, Professional Casual Network One. I personally am sponsored by Monument Hobbies. It's the best paint. I've been painting. Existential dread is setting in, but the Monument Hobby stuff, that really helps me get through it. So what you should do is go to per you should go to monumenthobbies.com. Use the code Professional Casual and I'll check out. You get yourself a swanky discount. You really help us out. Everybody's excited about it. I'm getting excited about it, just thinking about it. Baron of Dice. They make some sweet dice. Uh, as of today, they've released new dice specifically for the old world. Uh, they just released a bunch of stuff for the undead. I'm so, only very hyped. Yeah, me too. So I don't need more dice, but yes, uh, do. I do need more dice. And so I'm <laughs> going to buy some and I'm going to use the code Arachne. A-R-A-C-H-N-E at checkout in all caps. And I'll get myself a cool 5% discount, baby. Baby. That's showbiz. And we can never forget our sponsor, Mr. Laser at mrlaser.square.site. Arachnids, there's some events going on. Go to Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Open March. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Open in March 16th to the 17th in Denver, Colorado. Uh, the... Tickets are not up for sale as of right now. I don't believe. I did check earlier today. I will bring it up as soon as I know that they are. Uh, and there will be a link in the show notes. Uh, next up is Dogfinity 2024 Gamma and Hooch. The guy that runs it, James Pittman. Uh, me and him were pretty close to each other when I still lived in Florida. It is a infinity tournament where if you your buy-in goes to helping dogs in the city that are in need of money. So dogs and kennels. Or not kennels, dogs in the pounds and all that. It helps them get new homes. And we absolutely love dogs here at Arachne. Uh, I have two of them myself, and they are my world. Uh, if anything happened to my chunk, I'd be very upset. So if you love dogs like I do, pay it in. It's, um, I think it's definitely worth it. I should be there. That's my hope. But I may not be able to go. If not, I don't feel bad about my money going to such a great and noble thing. Uh, it is happening on June 23rd, 2024 in Orlando, Florida. If you want to stomp around where I grew up and eat some terrible food and feel like you're swimming through a pool every time you breathe, that's Florida for you, baby. I've been to Florida so many times and it's just like, hey, it's noon. Oh, no, it's going to rain again for five minutes. And yeah, it's awful. <laughs> like, anyway, it's me. It's Dr. D. It's Tactical Taylor. He's the TT. Boom. Dr. D and TT, we're here to talk about some stuff. Mm. Every single time I do an interview episode, I like to learn who I'm talking to because you guys know who I am in the smooth jazz voice. That is me. Uh, By the way, as a warning to anyone listening to this, there will not be a lot of infinity talk about this. This is what I would like to consider a cross pollination of the network. Taylor is working on a new project. So I want to make sure that anybody that listens to this, if you are looking for any fancy infinity talk, I might, the only thing that might actually happen is Taylor might try to count to infinity. It's true. And I, I, I don't know how to count to like 10, so it's going to take a minute. Yeah. So you may want to just stop listening right now if that's (laughs) what you're looking for. So uh, I hope you guys go on this journey with us, especially if you're interested in some other things that the network is doing, but if not, this is a bonus episode. So you will not be losing any time in the infinity universe if you do listen to this. Well, the time is infinite, right? So you're not losing it anyways. Social constructs, (laughs) such as the perception of time. All right. Taylor. Yeah. What's your nerd origin story, dude? What got you started in all this crap?
2: Uh, So I I wrote a whole bunch of fancy notes, and uh, I didn't specifically read the actual question before this deliberately and like through and through. My Mm. nerd origin story, there's actually a picture of it happening. Uh, I was probably seven, maybe eight years old, and my father showed me a Game Boy. He was like, yo, check this thing. I don't know how old I was. That just dated myself there. I'm not really sure. But anyways, he's like, look at this old gray brick. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then video games were all I ever did ever. I mean, I always was huge into like Power Rangers and all that sort of stuff. But specifically war gaming, it's all Dan's fault. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Dan Dan's a member of the PCN network, and he's just he's just a great human being. I love him so much. He's a very good friend of mine since like middle school, high school. But it's actually not his fault. It's his brother Timmy's fault, and not Tim Timmy. So it's two different people here, right? Um, still one of my absolute best friends, Timmy. I've uh, been friends since middle school, hanging out at his house, and there's literally miniatures just everywhere. Just abs- anybody who plays minis games, you know what I'm talking about. There's just minis, like, somehow in the bathroom sink, you know what I mean? It just, it happens, right? Uh, so I was like, these look cool, and then I ended up buying Dan's Wood Army for a 6th Edition for Warhammer Fantasy, and never painted anything until Tim made me paint his stuff for him for MCP. Uh, and then, you know, I've done Fantasy and 40K, some AOS, MCP, some Shatterpoint, War Machine, uh, X-Wing, some other games, too. Uh, I actually
1: have some Legion stuff that I have never put on a table as well. So, yeah. To, to put it in perspective, I just finally sold the last of my War Machine stuff. Did you really? And you know what I'm, you know I'm going to turn it into? What's that? Undead. Oh, heck, yeah because I'm playing vampire counts baby. Oh, I love them sorry we'll get to that later I love vamps <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a pretty great army so uh, for a few few things the very first thing I thought of was when you said that very first line about the Game Boy thing mm. um, the first thing I wanted to say was uh, look at this photograph <laughs> and then I wanted to just start breaking into Nickelback so I mean that's fair <laughs> we're both damaged products yeah, right <laughs> 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 All right. Now, the first thing I want to put into perspective, when you bought that wood elf army yeah. back, this was based on your age. This was probably like 1953, right? So you, buy, you buy this army. How much did you pay for that army? Uh, probably a
2: hundred bucks, maybe 150, somewhere around there. And again, I was in high school, so like money had no concept. I was just like, I don't care. Here's take money. You have metal glade guard
1: that sounds great <laughs> you could stab somebody with those things
2: dude oh the eternal guard man with those yeah huge the eternal spears
1: oh mm-hmm. they was those were dope yeah they were sick uh it's a shame yeah that's a whole other thing but uh yeah so that's why you're here yeah we're kind of alluding to it Taylor is here because the podcast has created a new or the, I'm sorry the network has created a new podcast beards ears and skulls yes do you want to talk about it no Okay, all right. Arachnids, thanks for checking in. <laughs> so, why an old world podcast,
2: buddy? Uh, so, f- fantasy was my first like war game. You know what I mean? The what what was that game? HeroClix, I, I guess, was really like the first. You know, but fantasy was my first war game, and I fell in love with it. I read the sixth edition book rule book like seven times I can picture the entire wood elf book in my brain right now, like black and white pages, all the different spites and everything. I absolutely adore that book. Um, But why an old world podcast? I mean, Dan told me to, uh, to be honest, Uh, (laughs) but when old world was announced like 40 years ago, I was like, that looks neat because I didn't think anybody over here was going to like actually want to play it. Right. What do you got in your hands that looks spiral
1: bound? Don't worry about it. What do you got? (laughs) No, finish. Finish what you're talking about.
2: Right. I didn't think anybody was going to play because I was the only idiot who really enjoyed fantasy. Right. Uh, Once the game was like a week or so away from release, Dan just became a ravening, like caged marsupial and foamed at the mouth, wanting to do a podcast. That's Brett's. Look at that beautiful (laughs) book. but neighbors we're neighbors <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Right. You, uh, you worship like just some lady that I like, no, get those dark elves out of here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Shred that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the very last, very last book that came out. Timmy. Or, well, that, Tim, anyway, keep going. Now, Timmy used to play Dark Elves there. He still does. And I was like, oh, I'm going to charge Dryads into Blackguard. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. No. And then they all died. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan was like, I really want to do a podcast for Old World. And he was just like, ah, ah, we got to do this. Right. And I'm like, oh, OK. So we just season, you know, finished season one of Lost Omens, professional Go check out that podcast. It's a uh, Pathfinder second edition actual play. I play a seven foot tall lizard folk who's just weird. Anyways, uh, and, you know, it was perfect time to start something new. And I've been trying to get him to play any edition of fantasy for years. So it was just like the stars aligned. You know what I mean? So now I get to play fantasy again. I'm, just, I'm so
1: excited. I'm so excited. So the reason I brought the books out, one, is to get you giddy. Um, <laughs> two, is for the nostalgia of it, right? Yeah, so yeah. The, the The interesting thing is, to prove my point, if you're watching the video – uh, you can see me like waving this thing and, and you know, out of this video. So, I didn't do my makeup. <laughs> that's fine. You're beautiful. just the way you are. Um, so the models in these books are essentially the exact same models that we're going to be using with the new stuff in the old. Yeah. Yep. Now the interesting thing is like, obviously the timeline is different. If you want to learn more about that, go listen to beards, eared skulls, uh, Christmas ornaments, uh, little <laughs> dimples in the chin and, uh, and, uh, bones or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's verbatim what it is. Um, The reason I bring it up is that it's interesting. It's a phenomenon that I have noticed that has happened with GW games since the beginning of all this stuff. Is that for some reason, people feel compelled to not want to play a certain game if they feel like the parent company doesn't give them permission. And it's really weird. So... Now I know that when I came out to where you guys are at, um, the PO box and S uh, West Oniana, whatever the whatever PO box G
2: is. West Oniana, New York, and the zip code.
1: Yep. So we were hanging <laughs> out in the zip code. We were hanging out by the dumpster by Bearded Dragon Games. Yeah. And we were talking. Hey, we should play. Me and you should play fantasy. And I was like, eh, I don't want to dig them out. If I find them, sure. I kind of vaguely knew where they were. But I wasn't like really all that into it because of the fact that I knew that if I started playing it, I would get excited mm-hmm. and I would want to play more. But I know that finding people that play a game that isn't around anymore, people have a lot of trouble with it. And I feel like it's because GW doesn't give them permission to play their game, even though you have all the rule books, right. you have the dice, you have the templates, you could do whatever you want. Anything. Yeah, the cops can't stop you. <laughs> they probably could, but they're not gonna. You know? <laughs> yeah, because like, where's your idea? Are you playing 7th Edition? 7th Edition Worm Get Fantasy? the cops on him. <laughs> Book them. We're gonna just drive this car off a cliff. So it's funny you bring that up, because that
2: specifically happened between Dan. So Dan started out with, I think, Beastmen, and he absolutely adored them, right? The... The problem was in 8th edition, they got a 7th edition book and then 8th came out like two days later and they were like, ha screw you Beastman players, right? I remember that. Uh, I remember that so clearly. He was just so angry and I get it, right? <laughs> so they they get a new book and Beastman Ambush is just trash. Just uh, the whole way that the army works was just trash, right? So GW stopped supporting fantasy and I was like, let's keep playing. And he was like, whoa, it's not supported. And I was like, we can do whatever we want you know Beastman Ambush? Get rid of it. Use the regular ambush rules. And he was like, that would make Beastman pretty good. I'm like, all right, that's the point. Let's
0: do that.
1: (laughs) We are the rule makers now. Let's go. (laughs) So now that we're in this situation that we are now, GW has essentially unleashed the floodgates of you now have permission to play with our models that you bought with the books that you also bought. And you can play it in a place that we don't supervise. (laughs) <laughs> you can do whatever you want. So now all of a sudden here, <laughs> people are like, okay, Hey, we can play this game now. Mm-hmm. So now we're in an interesting position to where it's like, Oh, we can now play the game that we've been pining to play for however long. Over 10 years. So th- For right. I'm not so kidding, my man. question to you, my question, <laughs> my question to you is why an old world podcast and why now?
2: Uh, so, uh, because Dan told me to now, I. Uh- <laughs> So, yeah, like, but for- <clears throat> right, really, I mean, I would have, I would have been playing fantasy like this entire time. I really would have been, you know what I mean? But like, you, exactly like you just said, nobody else did, right? I, I bring up fantasy to uh, Dan, who's the only other person that I know that has fantasy models uh, besides Timmy, who lives two hours away. Well, listen, we were outside of a dumpster playing MCP. Like, I forgot, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Um, so, you know, now I, I, they're sitting in the cabinet behind me, like right over there Uh, and they just, they've been sitting there for years. You know what I mean? I haven't painted a single one of them, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it just, the stars aligned and it, and it just got like super hyped. I mean, you go onto YouTube and 30 to 40,000 views for fantasy videos and Mm -hmm. that's not a thing. That doesn't happen (laughs) when fantasy was in seventh and eighth eighth edition. That didn't happen. People are so hyped for this game. And then on the flip side, people are so angry about this game, too. And I'm like, just be happy. (laughs) We get to play fantasy again. Just be happy.
1: I think it's a. I think it's just a GW game thing.
2: And, and I think you're right. Like I've been playing a lot of MCP lately and got into Shatterpoint a little bit. And it's a completely different community. And I forgot. I I stepped out of 40k and I forgot why. You know, I I stepped into fantasy and I was like, oh boy, this is they're they're still here. Uh, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but we're trying to foster a, a relationship with with our viewers and our our content where it's just. Obviously, it's not going to be disgustingly positive, but like, I'm just happy the
1: game's here and I get to put dwarves on the table. You know what I mean? Yep. So obviously, we're not going to go over the rule book in this podcast. If you want to do that, hey, you should go to beards, Christmas ornaments, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, friendly neighborhood waiters, uh, bellhops and ears. Yeah. Uh, You go listen to them. They'll go over some of these things. Right. So out of all the new rules, what's your favorite part? Oh
2: my gosh. Uh, the combat changes are just, they're so good. They're so good, dude. <laughs> the combat changes. So I used to run night goblins and I also have dwarves, right? A horde where you have 10 minis, uh, 10 minis wide. It just, it's not a thing anymore. You can go as wide as you want to. And uh, people, that's the big thing nowadays is like, this is now line hammer and I can just take 200 chaos knights in a line and screw you, you know, like, okay, man, I'm not going to play against you. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, the old world lore is, uh, excuse me, rules that I'm super excited for are the different ways you end combat, right? You take your combat resolution, like you would normal, how many minis died, you got some banners, whether you're close order or not, which is new, etc. And if you you, you take all that stuff, and then you just take your leadership value, your base leadership value, which for me is dwarves, nine. You know what I mean? Like I don't care about leadership, right? So if you roll that, or uh, so sorry, you take your base leadership value, and then whatever you lost combat by, right? Those are your two pools. Those are your two areas, right? If you roll your base leadership, and then two what you lost by, whatever you know, like let's say I lost by four, so leadership nine to leadership five, I just fall back in good order, which is I roll two d six, I take the highest. And then I turn around, run the way that much, and then I get to reform. And then you can follow up if you want to. Right. I don't just flee. If I roll under that five, then I just give ground I just get pushed back about two inches. That's about it. You can follow up as well if you want to Um, and, and the combat keeps going. It's awesome. You can still turn tail and flee, but it is not nearly as often that that's going to happen gigantic hordes aren't nearly as big as a problem. You can actually break through them and make them move. And the biggest part of any rank and file game is movement. And when you got into combat with this gigantic, stubborn 30 model unit, you never moved in old editions. And now you're constantly pushing around the board. It's so good. <laughs> you can set up flank charges and everything with it. It's so good. They retooled a lot of the special rules as well that were not
1: great. I think that, personally, my favorite part Mm -hmm. of it is the fact that the infantry are, well, just the the unit blocks themselves are so much more, in my opinion, meaningful. Like, they're a lot more durable. Yes. You don't have to worry about the the six dice magic spell making a unit explode is quite as much. And, yeah, the running away thing. Because playing Bretonian Knights in that edition was awful. Because your cavalry you're like, didn't exist. Yeah, it was point. <laughs> unless you were playing like dragon knights or yeah. like blood dragons.
2: Or, just, I'm sorry, dragon princess. Exist.
1: So, and oh that's just gosh. because they were murder machines, right? Yeah. So now in this edition, they've really incentivized you to bring things like heavy cav, like light chariots, because now when you ram into them really hard, and you come up with that big pointy stick. And then right before you stab them, you say, hey, will you just please consider leaving? Um, I don't want to have to stab you with this thing. And they're like, okay, yeah, you're right. And then they back up. You get to charge them again. <laughs> the stabbing doesn't stop. It just never stops. <laughs> you just run them off the board
2: with uh, a lance. The nice thing with you especially, specifically, excuse me, with the bretonians is there's no more step up. So you charge my unit of of whatever, that's six wide, and you do six wounds, I don't get any attacks back, man. I'm not, like, you have a three-up armor save anyways, and armor matters now, which is incredible for an all-knights army, right? (laughs) Armor actually matters now, so I don't get to attack back at you, so you're going to push me back, charge me again. It's incredible. It's such a good good. change. It feels good. It feels very, very good. It feels like Um, what cavalry should
1: have done. Yeah, it feels like a shock. Yeah. Like shock cavalry. It feel, It sounds- Whoa, that seems like a term exciting. that has been used in history. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, Taylor. Stop it. <laughs> All right, so we both- I don't know if you want to use the word work, but we still uh, serve the PCN banner. Sure. Right? Yeah. We are humble dukes to the kingdom of PCN. Ooh, I like that a lot better. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? I'll, I'll be yeah. a Thane. I'll be a Thane. Dwarf. You'll be a Thane. Dwarf, Dwarf Okay. Player. Uh, give us a five star review if you think Thanes are stupid. <laughs> all right, so we are both servants to the necromancer. That is Tim, the leader of PCN. What's it been like to work for PCN? You know, it smells of dead flesh a lot. It's really we- like just skeletons
2: all over the place. Like he's got a nice vibe about him with the cloak and like the the, mm-hmm. the you know that's really cool the hooded thing. No, it, to be honest, the big ward on his nose. <laughs> I don't know if he's a necromancer. if He's just like. Paying some witch to hang out with him, I'm not sure what's going on. Right? <laughs> uh, to be completely honest, it's it's been incredible. The entire PCN experience has been absolutely incredible. I, I I've been to events that I've never thought in my entire life that I would go to, like Adapticon and LVO, which is just something that I dreamed about as a as a as a as a, as a wee as a wee lad, right? Just a baby. It's just a baby. Now, just a baby. Now I'm old and fat and ugly, so like I have to work to like actually go there now. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's um, damn, it's a dang shame. But that's the thing, like not only have I been able to go to these events, but like I I get to work at them. People look at me with a staff badge and they're like, "Oh, we got a we got a badass over here." Okay, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Go talk to Tim though. He knows all the answers." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I've met some of the most wonderful people, you know, that I've ever met and I still talk with them semi-regularly, like, you know, Dr. Dingledopper, D-Dog man Uh and on top of that, I get to play games with friends on the regular, which is super duper dopers McGopers, because I never get to play games with my friends. And I am always like, you got games on your phones and they're like, who let you in this room? Um, you know, there's always ups and downs no matter what you do, no matter where you go. And PCN has really been a, a big up in my life. You know what I mean? Fryman. Fryman.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Where's that shirt? I, Put that shirt on. <laughs> unless I can't. I don't know if I could do a shirt with Carl on the front, <laughs> but we should definitely do a joint shirt on that. Um, if we if that becomes the top-selling shirt in the network, that means we become joint emperors. So Wait, am, I, am I shake or meet one? <laughs> yeah, like- one of us has to be Carl. You're Carl. <laughs> I guess I'm Carl. <laughs> All right, Um, right. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll hash it out later. I'll we'll right? get my guys to contact your guys. Your guy is probably Tim. My guy's also Tim. <laughs> He's going to talk to himself, which just happens yeah. often. <laughs> it's very frequently. Watch any of the RPGs and you'll you'll kind of get a gist of what we're talking about. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so I have to agree. PCN is definitely a highlight of my life. Um, there's not a day of my life where at least at some point what I do interaction wise doesn't include PCN in any way. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, like you t- I talk to the people on the Discord all the time. Me and Tim are pretty close. We talk all the time. Him and uh probably probably tizzy talk about me behind their back you know behind my back oh yeah i've been in
2: those rooms it's like they they take their shirts off too when they do it it's incredible so are they wrestling while they're talking about me Uh, somehow digitally because they're on the phone like (laughs) i don't know it's amazing to watch
1: incredible (laughs) anyway so yeah pcn is a very cool place uh if you only listen to arachne the one thing i do hope this episode does is open up your eyes to the fact that Other things do exist in the network, and if you pay for a digital nomad tier, you get access to all of it. A lot of stuff. So if there are podcasts you want to listen to uh, that are even the RPG live plays or, you know, uh, Beards, Tears, and Fears that uh, they're doing, (laughs) that would have been a way better title. I like that one a lot, actually. (laughs) That one's good. good. Yeah. Or even if it comes to uh, just like the Discord, there's a lot of really in- interesting people in there. Um, yeah. Most of them are good. Some of them are just weird. Uh, yeah, me. Weird, I'm, I'm but good. <laughs> the meme the meme page alone is definitely worth it. Oh, for sure. That's one of the best places. So I'm sure all the people that go to that Discord page uh, have one very important question, and that is why are you still the intern? Listen, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride, dude. You know
2: what I mean? Just like Fry I always man. walk up to Fryman... God, I, you have to do it, don't you? <laughs> Every single time. I need an audio clip that's you saying fry Man.
1: <laughs> I can get
2: it from this podcast. Uh, I I don't like having too much responsibility because I don't trust myself to not screw something up majorly, to be perfectly honest, which is funny because I had children. I, I didn't. I My wife had children. You know what? We don't have to get into that. You donated. Pod- I, I donated. <laughs> that's definitely how that goes. Um, and it's also, re- and I said it in this podcast, it's really nice to go, I don't know, ask Tim. Also, how do you like your
1: coffee? You know, <laughs> just you've yet to get me coffee. You don't drink coffee. Do you drink coffee? You're right. I don't drink it. I just live it. <laughs> I am coffee. Uh, and the one thing that is definitely one of the best parts of living in Boston is when you go to Duncan, it's not, we just call it a cream donut. It's just cream donut. Yeah, for yeah.
2: sure. Like in, in New York city, it's just called city. Just city, you know? Um, Real quick, <clears throat> we skipped sure. over a section. I think I answered the same thing twice. I don't think I went over the old world lore. Yeah, we can do that right now. Yep. Yeah.
1: So we're making jokes, Taylor. This is what they call your organic podcast. <laughs> just so you know, guys, when you let two the two goofballs in the PCN network get in the same room, start talking, we're just going to start yapping. Yeah, that's true. It
2: happens. It
1: happens. So I'm starting to hold doors open for people and you're talking about like cemetery jobs. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> if you see me at Kuma's Burgers, just know you're going to walk in and that door will be open. It will be. Or Dylan's going to get fired again. <laughs> yeah. And I can't lose this grave digging job. I can't go back. I can't go back. My parole officer says I cannot lose this job. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, but that does raise a good point. Uh, let's just say I've been playing fantasy. Fantasy was my first game. Oh, hell yeah. My very, very first one. And like I bought- forever? No. Oh, really? So I started in seventh. Now, I bought Battle of Black Pass, and I was like, I want to play dwarves. I love dwarves. They're like angry like me. They're short like me. They're unattractive like me. Um, what's there to lose? So I decided um, that I was going to play them, and my friend at the time was going to play orcs and goblins, yeah. and uh, orcs and goblins are bad, So or they were. They were bad. And you no, have green not. people, so I get it. You know, I can't stand them. <laughs> I look at them, and their pinkies are always up, and they meow, and they pee on everything. <laughs> I can't stand it. Anyway, so... I remember it to the day yeah. is there was one of the local stores Amoris a Morris Armadillo. <clears throat> they had, it's a very interesting, it was it had AA. So it was at the very top of the GW uh, stores thing. Gotcha. Anyway, so I like that. Very clever, very clever. So kind of like Arachne. So they were having a end of the edition tournament. Oh. And so I was like, I'm going to go to that. Cause I was like an impressionable youth. Right. And so I went there and I could drive. <laughs> they let me have a car. So, <laughs> I went there and I saw Brett's for the very first time. I had seen them like on a shelf, and I was like, "Ah, eh, Knights, I love Knights, but you know, whatever." And I actually saw them played in Seventh Edition yep. right before it went to Eighth, where they became really bad. Yep. And I saw that army, and I was like, "That is sick. <laughs> That's my I army. Wanna, I want to paint that. That's now my army."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And ever and it ever since then, I've always very consistently played Brett's in fantasy. And then because I'm an edgy emo deep deep on the inside, I sometimes wander into vampire counts and dark elves. Vampires but there's not an army in Old World awesome. I don't love. Yeah, they're incredible. <laughs> so, hey, what's your favorite part of the Old World lore?
2: So, the suspense of Grimgore Ironhide. I adore that orc so much. He's my absolute favorite character from fantasy ever. He's If if people don't know who that is, just Google Grimgore Ironhide for me real quick. Just pause this, come back to it in a, in a second, and, and look him up. He's so awesome. I don't know if you know this, Dylan, but there is an entire clan of Skaven that send thousands of clan rats to him to kill monthly. Because if they don't, he will go invade them and kill them all. (laughs) They're like, it's way better if we just kill all these clan rats before he takes over and gets bored. I love him so much. Anyways, Uh, But what's happening right now, or what has happened right now in old world lore, because it's about 250, 300 years in the past, um, the Vampire Wars. So dope. If you can find the book somewhere, you got to buy it. You got to read it. It's a great trilogy. Uh, I need to read it to Tim soon because he can't read. Um, But the Von Karsteins just tickle me pickle. Something fierce, my dude. Absolutely enjoy the Von Karsteins. Uh, unfortunately, Manfred, which was the last one in the Vampire Wars, is currently quote unquote dead because he's a vampire in a swamp or he's being resurrected because some necromancer was in that swamp and got killed and his blood's seeping under a tree where Manfred is. I don't it's a little it's a gray area. You know what I mean? Fryman. Uh, so. <laughs> so <clears throat> I I just the vampire count lore and the whole war of the undead, because the empire hasn't formed yet that it's like a total civil war. And these vampires in Sylvania are like, but what if you were all zombies? And everyone's like, no, no. (laughs) I don't want to do that. And they were like, okay, you don't have a choice. So like, (laughs) it's just, the books are incredible. The lore is incredible. That's what's happening right now in in the old world. It's really great. And then Grimgor comes and frigging ruins everything. It's awesome. I love him. Ah. Hated the end times, but Grimgore's piece in the end times is the greatest thing.
1: It's one of the greatest pieces to uh, modern day literature. It that is. That has ever graced the, the page of a book.
2: When when Malekith's entire reason for living is to look Grimgore, uh, just this orc in the eyes, and literally say that Archaon guy thinks he's better than you, and I quote, needs a good crumpin It's the best character I've ever written. <laughs> ever. And he doesn't even kill him. because Archaeon
1: cheats (laughs) that he does he cheats he's a cheater anyways and Archaeon is just some nerd that read a book and he got all sad yeah he's got a sword with a demon in it who cares (laughs) yeah big deal he climbed a a tower that had no top and then he got to the top and then you kill the demon big friggin deal listen my parents didn't love me either dude
2: like and I didn't you know go ravaging through the empire whatever well
1: I mean I've I'm not a very good uh, ever chosen of chaos either you know (laughs) It's just one of those things, you know, you just got to come to terms with it. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Well, there comes a time in every man's life when he's on arachne and he has to play the word association game. Oh God. So I got him. I'm going to say two words. Do I have to answer with this video? No. Okay, good. (laughs) Because it's going to be banana. (laughs) So I'm going to give you two words. You don't even have to say any of the, the, either one of those words. I could say apple or oranges and you can say banana. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Ba-na-na-na>. <laughs> oh i'm sorry
2: so are you ready probably not
1: but let's do it all right here we go Tyrion or teclas oh, why teclas gotta hate you <laughs> that's a that's a rough choice <laughs> bud you said you said it with such confidence i don't know you sound like a knife-eared lover to me <laughs> Uh,
2: probably between the two of them malekith unfortunately <laughs> just i'd rather the dark elves his name's not Malikith
1: anymore. i know it's mysterion Malaria, malarian malaria <laughs> it sounds like a like a disease it is a disease actually <laughs> wow it's called dark elves <laughs> the scourge of north america
2: <laughs> that's true it's actually canada if you take a look at their the map they
1: they live in canada Sure do. And those Riley neighbors, you know, up there playing their rock music, <laughs> summoning Satan, snorting the sand that they live in. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you love Tekla so much?
2: Uh, magic, I'm a, which is funny because I'm a dwarf player, but I'm a sucker for magic. Every time I play anything, I do like a wizard or a
1: sorcerer. Sure. I like magic. Let me tell you something funny. Right. I'm already. Uh, to any- <laughs> uh, so the best part. About some of the things in the lore is that everything's not as developed as it was, obviously, when in the end times. At the current point in the timeline, the Empire has not made the College of Magic yet. Yes. So, Teklas goes over to the Empire. He's sitting there in Magic uh, Elf Donut Land. And he's like, you know, hey, yo, Tarion, you know what? I'm going to go over there and see what them humans are up to. (laughs) I'm going to go over there and see what they're doing over there. All right, I'm going to ride this cool dragon. He And he goes over there. And so... He walks into Altdorf, and I want you to realize this. If you look at the current army book in the fantasy uh, Happy People book, which I just happen to have (laughs) right here, this one, (laughs) the one with uh, the beautiful Pegasus Knight on the front, the forces of fantasy. Um, The funny thing is, Empire can bring all of the wizard lores. Yes. Including, but not limited to, daemonology. So... Teclis probably walked into Altdorf and there was just some people there, some wizards who were like, hey, yo, I got this book. You want to read it? And he hands it to him and he opens it up. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> is that the next word association? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So and then he probably closed the book and he's like, what the hell is happening over here? Why are you openly trying to do demonology in the streets of Altdorf? So. Fun story, the next huge
2: piece of thing that's going to happen is the great chaos incursion, right? So everybody was kind of like, oh, chaos is kind of a thing every now and then. Like, huh, your kid smells. That's a nurgling. You know what I mean? They don't really, demons aren't really like a, a huge thing. They're not a huge problem like they are 200 years in the future, right? So everybody's literally just a witch, There are witches and warlocks all over the place. People feel the flow of magic, the winds of magic, and they just do stuff with it. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's literally wild. One of them is just battle magic. It's just like, I don't know. I make like fireball. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Die. This is how I burned down my orphanage as a child. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's pretty sick so then the chaos incursion happens and the empire forges together finally and everyone goes you're all heretics if you ever do demonology again and all the witches are like shit <laughs> that's this is how I made my living what do I do now <laughs> you know what I mean right man it's such a problem now like you gotta move to Norska right because Teclis wasn't like you guys are doing bad
1: stuff Teclis, Teclis was like I don't think you understand what's happening here <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is magic and demons didn't even really become a thing until the high elves started poking magic really hard. Oh, my gosh. That's a, like another major thing that happens later. Malarian, I guess, is what Who? he's called now. Who? Um, he's the, he's, is he a seventh threat?
2: He's the new cable. Um, <laughs> he uh, so he does like the waystone technology, right? So actively right now, you'll hear this in the first episode of Beards, Ears and Skulls. Um, he has trapped a Keeper of Secrets, a, a slenash greater demon, and is somehow torturing it to the point where it doesn't like it to learn how chaos magic works to make waystones. And that's how he invades Uthuan. That's so metal.
1: Also a pretty good book series. It. What is it? I got to read it. Uh, the War of... S- There's like an actual series of books where it's one of his invasions of the... Yeah. The high elf donut. Oh, uh, if high elves die, I gotta read it. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Down with the knife ears. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the books, but there's it's. I'm pretty sure it's like a three book series. Um, it's actually not too bad, but we'll
2: edit in post. No worries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't edit this. Leave the awkward silence. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, the point of this whole episode, I think we got it. We like, we love the old world. Uh, this Arachne's not going to become an old world podcast. That's why we have uh, beards, tears, sears, and uh, fears, uh, also known as beards, ears, and skulls. <laughs> That's why that podcast exists. So, if you are interested in the old world, go over there, uh, listen to it. I might be in there at some point. Actually, pretty soon, probably. Yeah, we're going to, to probably talk about uh, dukedoms and oppressing peasants. Yes, that's specifically and, what I want to know about. And talking about uh, government systems that involve the distribution of swords.
2: And so I can't say anything French because I just, I'm incapable of doing it. So I need you on the podcast to just say names. You just have to say it
1: like you're confident. Like Queniles I do it Nailed right? Nailed it. All right, no. we got it. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Quilnaez. Yeah, I was close. <laughs> um. And then it's Leon
2: Lecceur. That's the only one I can do because I can do the ridiculous accent. Leon Lecceur. Leon <laughs> Uh
1: So, yeah, um, that's probably what we'll talk about. is uh, Probably the different dukedom. You know what? I wanted to bring this up to you, not on recording, but we'll do it right now. We're doing it live. I want to pick a new dukedom to base my army off of. We, that's what we should do. We should talk about all the dukes, and then we should talk about which one I should do for my army. Uh, yes,
2: absolutely. I'm going to write uh, my two like two-line notes right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what yep. it's
1: going to be about. So uh yeah, there you go, Mr. Intern. I just gave you what they call inspiration. <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> I said it in French. Uh so I didn't mean to offend any um many people that actually speak French. Sorry. We love you. Me and Taylor shouldn't be in the same room. All right. So, Taylor. Yeah. I think we did it. We did it. I think we talked about how cool you are in your nifty sweet new podcast. Don't ever call me again. Deal. (laughs) So, hey, if you're listening to this and you also like the old world or you came here for Infinity and you managed to sit through what we just did, think about giving us a five-star review. Absolutely. As as punishment. (laughs) There's one thing I despise. It's five-star reviews. And if you didn't like this episode, that's what you should do to get back. Listen, if you never want me on this podcast about Infinity to talk about old world again, (laughs) five-star review right now. Damn right. So... Yeah, please, guys, give us five star reviews if you can. Uh, pretty soon, there will be a new shirt coming out that is about the muscle mommies of infinity, uh, the woman appreciation shirt that we are happy. Yeah, Taylor's one of them. Um, so uh, hopefully, that's going to come out. My goal is to have that out before Adepticon. It'll probably be maybe before this episode comes out if everything goes right. But you won't know that because this episode won't be out yet. Ooh. So what do you think about that? But this bucko? is the, we're now talking to the future. Hi, people in the future. Yeah. Hi, Tim. so yeah uh you guys can reach me i'm dr d you can find me on discord at dr.d that's dr d with a dot in the middle of it that's why it's dr d uh or you can email me at furypainting at gmail.com where can they find you uh also on discord at tactical taylor that's me on
2: the discords uh and professionalcasual.com if you need to get a hold of me for any reason just say hey this message is for that stupid intern
1: and uh, Tim will send it straight to me. right, man. And so we also like to thank all the people in the background that keep this podcast running. Kara for helping edit whatever it is we just created with this whole thing. And Tim for being the friendliest, cuddliest little necromancer that has ever been. I would be raised by him by any day. You
2: know, there's something that Tim absolutely hates, and it's people talking nicely about him. So I adore that man so much. He's so wonderful. He does so much for us on this network. He's the best.
1: Get. It- It is actually funny how legitimately upset he gets if you talk too nicely about five-star review
2: on how much you love him
1: right now. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, let's just say that if I was in the Warhammer fantasy universe and I found a Jin lamp, yeah, I would wish to be Tim's friend three times. Oh yeah. I'd wish to be rich. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's stupid. What does money do? Money is the first route to chaos. All right. So also you got to work on your salt spire, uh, uh, impersonation bag. Sigma! Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sigma! So thanks for listening, Nomads. Uh, make sure you keep it popping out there and don't let Aleph get you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays,
2: alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew, Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash Professional Casual
0: Network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at YouTube.com slash The Professional Casual.